Hello, hello. Welcome to week episode 10. Episode 10. 10. Episode 10 of the Fatmatic Podcast. This is your host, Paramedic Vic, with my co-host, Kiki B. And uh, this will be our last episode of the first season. That was supposed to be the end of 2020. Yeah, I, I gotta stop promising we're gonna do these things. I'm sorry, we've been busy working. Yeah. And uh, we're on CPT yeah, time. Yeah, been on some serious <laughs> CPT time. Very serious CPT time. But we're back. So, um, but we're back, and um, what we're doing this episode, the drinking episode. And uh, I, got, I gotta be honest, I've already started like pre-gaming, so. Yeah, we're you know, gonna like have back it. in back in college, so you don't have to pay for the drinks at the club. You get a little <laughs> fucked up at the house before you Keep went out. Keep that bottle in the trunk. This episode is not sponsored by Captain Morgan Spice Rum. Thank you. Which is the only one I can drink. Actually, I'm not actually a fan of With a lot of Sprite alcohol. With Sprite or Seven Up, it's delicious. You know, shout out to Bacardi though. They have an excellent tour. I did get shit faced when I went to Puerto Rico. Like Ten o'clock in the morning, I got shit faced from Bacardi factory. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so uh, what are we going to talk about this episode? I guess let's start it off with the uh, with the news break. So we are going to be yeah, recording got, all kinds of yeah, stuff that has happened yeah, in the news now. today. I know we Moving got sound effects. Figuring this shit out. So I think our first topic is coronavirus as usual. That's how we started off with. We know the U.S. is doing a spectacular shitty job of managing anything because you still have a lot of people that don't believe it, people that do believe it, and the entire medical industry all across the country that are getting completely ravished by it. Doctors dying, nurses dying. Texts, all kinds of hospital staff. It's just, you know, Our patients. friends down in Georgia yeah. pretty much in a position that we were in back in March and April. Yeah, all the way through to the summer, so. So, it's a, I cannot officially say, like, the healthcare network is, is broken. It is broken. It's been broken, but now this is just adding to to everything. It's just, it's absolutely horrendous. Like, L.A. County is... But the wait times on average now are almost pushing a day. They had an ambulance that had to wait like almost 17 hours just to drop a patient off because they didn't have any place. That's crazy. When I was in Georgia, I used to bitch and moan about having to wait like three hours. And even now, they're waiting like ridiculous amounts of times just to get patients in who treat the ERs like it's their private doctor. Yeah, that's the the thing that bothers me. It's like, um, so why do you want to go to the ER? Like your leg hurts, like your your teeth hurt or some regular... And I, th- I think like that. that's what the general public doesn't understand because adding this on top of everything else that ERs already deal with and EMS has to deal with, it's just there's there's not enough occupancy space, there's not enough beds, there's not even enough staff to take care of you because you have people that have regular health conditions that are already coming in with their emergencies, then people with the coronavirus, then you have your usual drunks, your EDPs, all that kind of stuff too, and everybody still needs the same levels of care in the same facility facilities that now have a third of the capacity to be able to handle that so yeah i mean yeah you still got your car accidents and yeah and you're your typical yeah everyday people that are going to get an icu bed because they're full with covid exactly so you know, people don't want to wear a mask and stuff which we've harped on like countless since times we started this yeah like, but now i think what the death rate here is up to like three hundred and seventy-four thousand. and yeah, then it's crazy it's just, you know, hope. Like, L.A. County is, like, ridiculous right now. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I put a, a post up in the group about, um, like, all these people were kind of going off about, you know, because L.A. County now, they're saying, like, if the, the patient doesn't stand a chance or a good chance of surviving, don't bring them in. Pretty much don't bring in dead bodies. So someone, like, in traumatic arrest or someone that you've worked uh, an arrest out on the field yeah. and they haven't responded for 20 minutes of treatment. And, you know, here, that's the norm. Yeah, you know, well, that was our argument the way, yeah, and I think our biggest argument was just the way that they had it written in the paper as, like, us looking negligent, like, we were it's just like, like no. oh, fuck your grandma, yeah, right. you know, fuck, like, fuck grandma, she's not gonna survive, like, and that's not the know. case, we were talking about people's viabilities, you know, and that's just, you know, I blame, I blame a lot of things, I blame a lack of education, I blame TV shows that make everything seem like we just bring back the dead all the time, and, oh, don't give me, don't give me started on shocking in Sicily, yeah, and, you know, people, people have this mis- conception of what they think we do and then you know when we show up they're like oh why are you leaving her here you know it's because she's and she's dead and we've done everything yeah. we can and for the for the uninitiated who, yeah who don't know the particulars about the medical field when someone is actually flatlined on a monitor 
that means that their heart has no electrical activity and no mechanical activity. You know, so you can't you can't shock that with electricity. You know, that won't bring them back. And if it does, like like I said, you started the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. You know. So um, yeah, it was just like the, the the way they worded the article just kind of like vilified us. And then you had people, of course, on Facebook. Yeah, we went from like, oh, you like, guys are... Oh, paramedics shouldn't be allowed to make that decision. <laughs> EMT shouldn't be allowed to make that decision. It's like, newsflash, we have, we've been making that decision. You know, and they were like... Um, and one woman was like, well, my brother-in-law's an EMT, and they're not even allowed to say someone's dead, even if there's brain matter. That's the fuck we are. Well, except for DeKalb County. Cause we we transport in Sicily and DeKalb County. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what did they say? We, we, we work in Sicily and DeKalb oh, County. Oh, wow. We work like, oh, there's exposed brain matter and the patient's <laughs> like traumatic. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, someone has just been like, cold dead. Coming from Maryland, I'm used to putting the leads on and just confirming in Sicily. Mm-hmm. You know, cause to make sure that dead, dead. They're like, oh, don't do that because if you put the leads on them, then we have to work on them. Yeah, and I I'm like, that work what? Yeah. <laughs> what are we I working? I was really surprised. You know, so... I think it's gonna. Um, I don't know. the The darker part of me kind of wants the system in its own way to collapse on itself because I think only then can we reconstruct something that works. But at the same time, I think people across the U.S. need a big fucking wake up call that we're we're not gods. Like we we're humans. We're we're not super durable. Like we go through a lot and then you're putting all this extra stress i don't see a lot of people well, staying in these professions anymore well, the people me, that are going to retire out you know let me tell you what pisses me off is going on these covid calls now and there's people that are like well we went to a gathering at thanksgiving or we went to our family at thanksgiving or at christmas or we went to a party and i think i might have caught it dead it's like i feel absolutely zero sympathy because it's like you should you know better yeah Especially here in New Jersey, you know? And it's like, I, I feel like zero sympathy and I roll my eyes because. I think you know. so. There was something I was reading about. Um it's it's not it's not burnout but it's called it's called um it's something compassion where you want to feel the same level of compassion but you're so mentally burnt out that you just you can't no i'll be honest i don't want to feel like compassion yeah like you know i feel compassion for the kids whose parents take them out like generally you know younger kids i'm going to understand having a mask on but like other older kids right and the parents take them out and don't put a mask on them. I feel sorry for them. And I feel sorry for the elderly. Yeah. You know, because they got their grand, you know, grandson or granddaughter want to go out and party and then bring that shit home to them. You know, they don't really have a choice in the matter, you know? So I feel sorry for them. But like these young people that are going out and partying, like going to Atlanta, like it's... Like yeah, it's, it's you know, I think it's it's funny to me because it's kind of like you'll have somebody that's sitting there with like big ass balls. They're like, oh, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want to do. But then the minute you get sick, you're like, oh, somebody help me, somebody help me. And it's just like you don't. I think it's the selfishness that is is starting to get to me. It's just you know, people want to go and live their lives, and you know that's fine, do whatever. But then you living your life now involves like seven or eight other people that really shouldn't have any business interfering with you because of the choices that you made. But because of our our jobs and our duty to act, we're we're kind of stuck in the crossroads of everything. Right. It's like I don't want to be around anyone that's cold. I've yeah. already the shit once. I'm susceptible to it again. And people are so absent-minded. Like, I can't tell you how many times we've been on scenes where people just walk up to you with no mask on and they're just having a whole conversation. They're like, oh, oh yeah, and I tested positive for, for, for coronavirus like last week. And I'm just like... Like, asshole. Really? <laughs> like, like, that's just... Okay, just go back over there in your corner. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, uh, a lot of people, you know, now the focus is on L.A. County, but people don't realize, like, Texas has had a lot of deaths too. But yeah. the thing is, is like, you know, I'm going to be honest here, like conservative governments, you know, like Texas and Florida. Trying don't not give to a report fuck. and yeah, and trying not to report as much and things like that to make it seem well, like, oh, we've got what everything was fucked under up control. In Florida was that the woman that was recording COVID deaths, they fired her, right? Mm-hmm. And she was still recording COVID deaths, to be honest. And the government, the, the governor was fudging the numbers and yeah. his associates were fudging the numbers. So, um, not to record as many COVID deaths. And she had the real records on her computers in her house, and he sent in the police 
into our house armed like she was like some drug cartel leader. It's sad. Oh, and speaking of like um, falsifying numbers, that seems to be like riling up an entire group of people now that feel like results from prior, hey. <laughs> from hey. recent elections. Hey. <laughs> hey. Like, <laughs> I guess we have to talk about this because it's out in the zeitgeist now. It, uh... I, I, was, I was shocked. I turned on the news and I didn't know what the hell was going on. Well, uh, you know, those... it was so surreal. It was like one of those, like, we went through this whole, like, oh, you know, we're done with 2020. What's 2021 going to bring us? Yeah. Two days later. Yeah. <laughs> like, those, those damn thugs and riders, you know. Um, Can we even, all, do like, we even the, have the right to be called that at this point? In first time? of all, I don't think most of them understand the, the meaning of irony, but it was truly irony to watch them, like, bulldoze and police officers with the Blue Lives Matter flag waving. Yeah. You know. Um, and walking into the Capitol with a rubble flag. Like, it's just, I... Well, it was, it was sad. Like, they, no they dragged that one police officer and started beating, beating him with the American death. flag. Yeah. And then that one police officer that was caught... Crushed in a door. Right. So, that was a sad video. So, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, seeing some of the videos of officers that were waving them in and opened up the gates... And then others who were like truly there trying to protect the Senate and everything. It's like, damn, you can't even trust your like work associates, you know? Yeah, I think we're 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 in some really trying times as a country. We're right. at that pivotal like, moment where, where, his, where were his people when that one yeah. police officer who died was getting bludgeoned with a damn fire extinguisher, right? It's like where were the other police officers? Oh, they were they were in the front taking selfies yeah. with the rioters. You know, dudes walked in with like military vests on and and um and um, what is it? The zip ties. Yeah, I and, saw that on the one of the yeah on some of the because now a lot more photos are surfacing that people proudly displayed all over social media, and then I guess the aftermath of yeah. how much destruction was actually done that didn't get initially filmed, and it's it's just it's appalling. I think we're at that pivotal moment right now as a country well, that's gonna just define us. Well, we always well, you know black people tend to make jokes out of everything. That's, that's, we live with so much misery a lot of us that that's the way we continue on with life mm-hmm. make fun of it you know but um what wasn't funny though is that the fact that they discovered some dude that came there with like a bunch of pipe bombs and Molotov cocktails yeah it was like this is like legit like they're seriously you know thinking about waging war like these people are serious like right wing extremists it's making like, me wonder yeah people forget like back in 2006 there was a report right where they said that a lot of far-right extremists and, and racist groups were infiltrating the military and police departments. Probably up to this. Like I said, I think this is a moment right now that is very pivotal, that's going to define us for years to come as to how we're going to push forward as a nation. I'm really skeptical about Inauguration Day. Can I and be real? Hmm. I got a little look at me. Can I be real? Yeah, let's do this. Yo, I'm, I'm so tired of this, like, oh, we got to unite and come together, and this is not who we are. It's like, fuck out of here, man. Capital F-O-H, fuck out of here. This is exactly what the... When, if what, you're a black yeah. person, right? If you're a black person, if you're a brown person... If you're any person of color... If you're any person of color, this is exactly the United States that you you have experienced. Yeah. This is exactly who the United States is. If your grandparents or your parents came here to build a new life, you know, like, you've experienced this in one way or the other. And that's just... I don't know where we're going to go from here. Right. And and let's be real. Like, I'm going to be real. Can I be real? Yeah. I'm, I'm a little... I'm a little tipsy. He is a little tipsy. This I'm is funny. Tipsy. I'm getting. Can I be real? <laughs> yeah, Can let's I be do real? this. Um, it's our podcast. Like, damn yo, it. I, I posted this before, yo, but like black culture, there is no American culture without black culture, right? Think of everything this country has exported to the world, right? Music, jazz, country, R&B, blues, are all yeah. black creations, right? Um, rap. Even like uh, aspects of pop, which developed from R&B, black black artists, uh, black singers, Josephine Baker, you know, uh, Basquiat, you know, um, Zora Neale Hurston, um, you know, just countless other people, right? Countless uh, black scientists and and educators who have don- you know have donated that knowledge to the American experience, right? Yeah. Garrett Morgan with the gas mask, you know. Um, 
You know, so it's just like, you know, like we are American culture, you know? And it's just, I just feel a certain way when that's usurped and then you don't give credit to the creators, you know? Yeah. And then, like, you still disenfranchise the people that are lending that talent. Yeah, I think what I... Is, you know? I, I honestly I, I don't know I know I know you know how I personally really feel about everything that's going on and I in a way I feel like maybe this is honestly what we need I think we've we've I think this country with all of the the negativity and the dark history we have that's been brewing and brewing and brewing for centuries it's just all gonna just come out and maybe we do need to just have it all out one final time and just make do with whatever's left because it's not like we haven't nah. survived through shit before you can know I, and can I, can, I, can I be honest what? <laughs> yo, um, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this fuck Donald Trump <laughs> fuck that fuck that sniveling piece of shit Ted Cruz fuck Mitch McConnell who was making calls trying to recruit people behind the scenes while the capital was getting raided you know this motherfucker wants to run for um president in 2024 so bad he sold his he sold his soul a long time ago you know Trump insulted his fucking wife to his face you know called her ugly like to his face and this motherfucker like just bent over and you know took it sorry but you know um who else Mitch McConnell uh fuck oh god fuck Mitch McConnell I can't that, uh, have my... that turtle looking motherfucker I wanted my money back yo fuck Mitch McConnell who else <laughs> Fuck Matt Gates, Gats, Gates, it doesn't matter. It's not important to memorize his name. If they can't pronounce our damn names, I'm not gonna worry about pronouncing his correctly. And uh, who else? I don't know. Oh well, all right. So, um, what's next up shit? <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to get out there, I'm sorry. It threw me off. I wasn't prepared, like, sorry, I wasn't prepared for a long thing oh, my, my can I say soliloquy is soliloquy, soliloquy <laughs> word? A soliloquy of uh, fuck yous? I think everything's going to shit and I just want to move to Canada. That's pretty much where I'm at right now. I think I'm getting to a point this yeah. year where I just don't. Just, just in I particular, just like the Toronto area. Fuck anymore. Like, because you I see really all don't. different types of people in the Toronto area. I'm, I'm like, done. I'm, I'm tired of having the discussions. I don't even get on arguments on Facebook anymore. I just tell people, if honestly, if that's how the fuck you feel, then God bless you. Good to you. I'm just, you don't need to be an important aspect of my life. Shout out to, um, shout out to the white folks that ride us through and through. I want to give a shout out to them. Well, I want to give a shout like out to all the people well, that have not, and personal, it's not even so. This, no, I think this our is the white problem. Friends. Hold on, Hold on. Let's, let's get a shout out to our personal white friends. I want to give a no, shout out. No, it's not. Us. No, because that's that. But this is still constantly the problem that we have in this fucking country. Is everybody keeps wanting to divide a line, divide a line, divide a line, and I've I've been on both sides of that, and it's a bunch of bullshit. Like this is exactly what what the higher powers want. And now I'm gonna get see now you're gonna get me into it and it's not even gonna be part of Well how well how about you though? No, I'm just talking about the whole government infrastructure that was built from the time people settled into this country is to gain and completely control and keep power. And they're doing exactly what the fuck they've been wanting to do. The way they do it is through our education systems, the way it's constantly been defunded over the years, through like breaking up the police forces, and like the imbalancing amount of power. We're doing that because we're just breeding more and more generations of people, regardless of race, to not think for them fucking selves, to well, constantly split hairs. Right, let's, let's, we're let's not get building off deep. of the history that's already here. Well, let's not get, get too deep into this, but let's just agree that social media has definitely added to. And it, yeah, but like, then it's a you're gift adding, and a curse yeah. Because people who never educate themselves all of a sudden have the option to broadcast it but are they really you know it's all it's all opinions and it's nothing that's coming off of factual basis and things that come from intellect this is exactly how government systems want to work if you keep us divided they can keep doing whatever they want i promise you if we break ourselves into a civil war as far as like the the higher up powers that that rule this country, they're not gonna give a shit who kills who. At the end of the day, they're still gonna have power. The whole well, thing is to restructure our entire government system. Well, let's let's settle down. Let's not get too deep into it. 
Yeah, yeah, I can go on and like, who? And I'm a little tipsy, so I can, I can argue politics all day now. Hmm? I want to give a shout out to uh, John Blackley, <laughs> Tate Malone, uh, my little brother, Colin Hill. We're just shouting uh, out? Huh? I'm shouting out my white folks. You told me the white folks I love. Oh, the, and it's Ryder Dialist. Yeah. Plaz. Uh, the Plaz, yeah. Plaz, yo. It's like my Polish brother. Yeah. Plaz, who else? Um, everyone else, I can't, I can't remember right now because I'm I think I pretty much ended my last friendship with somebody MC. today, so, you know. Pretty much, I'm friends with you on the MC, like, you know, you ride or die, I fuck with you. But I think, I think this is to all my Spanish friends, all my black friends, all my white friends, like, I, I think as, I think at the end of the day, after all of this shit is done, maybe like 30 years from now, we're gonna read this shit in history books and have to discuss this with our children and our grandchildren and realize well, like everybody had it wrong all this time. Shout out to Joe Braverman, the loyalist. I like Braverman's. Yeah, Braverman's cool as shit. Um, what was I saying? Like so, too. you know what I miss about working in the city? What? Is that um, being able to speak my vernacular, you know? Be, be able to speak my African American English. I miss that so bad. Like, working out in the suburbs, man. It's like I'm speaking the Queen's English or some shit. You know, I love being able to sit here and be like, yo, I fucks with you heavy, and people understand what the hell I mean. But that's just a difference, though. You know, that's like, that's like uppity. It doesn't matter who you are. It's uppity, suburbia. Like, we don't yeah. live in the city type of people. And then there's just urban, down-to-earth, great little corner spot restaurant. Shout-out to that 24-hour spot in Jersey, by the way. It is fucking yeah, I amazing. Honest, working out in the suburbs, you know, I, I, I let my partner, like, handle, like when I start to get to that point, I let my partner handle that shit. I just walk away because it's like, I know I'm not trying to get myself in trouble. But it's like, you know, some, some people are, like, so fucking entitled. Yeah, but you... So we've had... There's just a certain rapport... And a very tactical way that you and that's just that's not well, that's that's it's like working in the city. If you tell a family like, look, you can't me. come to the hospital because it's COVID restrictions. Most of the time, it's like okay, you understand. Most of the time, some most people time. will argue with no, you. No, but more often than not, like what I've experienced out in the suburbs, is that, is that very think, entitlement of like why? Like, well, if I go to the hospital. It's yeah, I'm gonna go anyways. Man. Yeah, and that kind of thing, or like, oh, I'm her main care. You know, I've I've been through that. I used to work North Fulton areas and stuff, and I I know how people can get. But it's just you have to be very tactful and very diplomatic with the way you tell people pretty much to go fuck yourself. And I'm still gonna do what I want. And you called me here to help your family. I miss the so old people. So this in the city. is my rules now. I miss the old people in the city, like walking into, you know. Um, you know, you miss Jersey City. You I should do. Come I, back. Miss the, I miss the resident. I miss the patients. A lot of the patients, not all of them. But you know, I miss the abuelas. You know, yeah. walking in, talking abuelas, and, and and walking into like black holes. Like, oh, what's going on? Uh, what's going on, Mama? Mm-hmm. You know, what's bothering you today, sweetheart? You know, it's like the rapport that you it don't just have. Feels it's like, like out home. there. Yeah. Here, it's like I'm appreciated most of the time. You I just feel like I'm in, yeah. You help out there is more of a like a you're a service worker type shit. Yeah, I, I do feel that. I Not think everywhere here, in the suburbs, but in a lot of in the wealthier suburbs, you know. And plus, you know, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm getting so tired of walking into people's houses and like they jump out of their fucking skin when they when they see me. Yeah. I'm getting so tired of that fucking reaction. It's it's hard to get it's hard to get used to, but I do think now is a really nice time because there's no longer that need to change who I am as a person and my my character to make you feel comfortable and I think that has like gone out the window now finally so there's no need for because I and I I respect that and I appreciate that though because I think that's where we finally have to come as a country is just get to the point where people just need to you know, if you have an opinion about something that you know people aren't gonna like, just keep the shit to yourself. And at the end of the day, we're all human beings. We all strive to do the same exact fucking things every single day. We wanna get paid decent, we wanna take care and raise our families, we wanna live comfortably and then die peacefully. Right, especially Pete. There's decent. not too much to ask. Uh, shout out to Tate, who's vocal about this issue. EMS needs hats to pay. Especially when you work 911 and you can't pick and choose. What clubs you go to? Because let's face it, a lot of volunteer organizations they can refuse to go. Yeah. Or just not show up the the ride the truck. You know, when you work nine on one, a municipal job, you you don't you have to go in. 
you know? So you got to gown up, you got to put the mask on. God, I'm so tired of wearing, you know, the fucking respirator, because people, nobody can hear me. Yeah. And I just get frustrated, and I'm, I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, fuck this. Um, so what's the next subject? I was going to do 2021 expectations, and I think we covered a good chunk of that not, over, not, like, our partial yeah, I'm not a, political debate. I'm not, I'm not expecting anything out of 2021. <laughs> I'm not expecting anything out of 2021. I was talking to, um, I was talking to a fellow paramedic, um, out at, um, who's from Jersey City also, um, shout out to C. Lopez, who was telling me that the latest, uh, oh. sign to say that, um. It, things won't go back to normal like they were before until 2024. So, I don't know. I'm still... And with the fact that the virus itself... The what doesn't further mutate. The fact yeah. that it's mutating so quickly and spreading so quickly. They don't see normality until 2024. I think we're just going to have to adjust ourselves to a way of living. And with numbers that are going to stay relatively safe. Because let's face it, I mean, this is something that scientists have been talking about for a long time. That we're going to get to a point where uh, we uh, need, we were going to have another epidemic and another major pandemic. We haven't had one in years. I do not drink often enough. <laughs> you feel better? Huh? You feel better? Uh, He's really fucked up. This is hilarious. I feel good. I still have good expectations for 2021, for the no, most part. No, I, I don't. I, 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 no, I'm not. I mean, I have my personal expectations. I don't care if the rest of the world goes to shit. As long as I'm, I mean, because honestly, let's face it, I'm in one of those careers right now that's, I don't see it going away anytime soon. If anything, it'll probably just get worse. And I can deal with that for like another year or two. And then if the world goes to shit, we can just move to Canada. We've already... You know, Canada Canada is part of the world. I don't know if you included into that. Yeah. yeah. Are we doing our drinking game? No. Uh, are we doing that yet? What else we got to do? I don't know. We're pretty... This is like right the best the podcast right I think we've ever did. We did all everything on the list, I think. Yeah. I, don't think, I think it's the most... Uh, I'm totally past the point of watching my words. We did everything. Um, yeah, that was pretty quick. And then have I ever, ever... With our list donated by our listeners of things that, what is this strictly on the job EMS related? Yes, have on, I ever? On the job, on the job EMS related. So uh, you drink every time you. Uh, I can't though. Yeah. I'm not a heavy drinker anymore. And it's too old. Getting up that knees. So am I. So am I, by the way. Like, I cannot work through these straight anymore because my knees, like, <laughs> like, like last night my ankle just started. <laughs> Fucking up for no reason. <laughs> like, like that's the part of getting old. It's like your body parts just start fucking up for no reason. It's like a car. Like once you pay off the warranty and shit, like shit just start breaking for no reason. I think the last what three shifts total, I've been at work almost every, if not every other call, has been a stair chair up a minimal of two flights. So I'm just like. I'm good. And then we had 71, and the lift in the back wasn't working, so we had to, like, hold man the stretcher up in the air to get it in the truck, and it, it yeah, my body's uh, shot, and I still I, gotta work. My first, if you look relatively healthy, my first question is, can you walk? <laughs> well, yeah, we you just know, had one of those, I'll like, vitals, people honestly okay, could walk. you look things. relatively healthy, I'll be like, yo, can you walk? Because, <laughs> um... Cause years of just beat my body up, you know. It's like I gotta when I drop something on the ground, like I gotta make a, <laughs> I gotta make a conscious decision I'm whether I'm like I really need it. Like I've lost so many pens that way. I'm like, <laughs> like I'll drop it on the ground and then I'll kick it and try to like pick it up, <laughs> and then it gets too far away and I'm like, that one have to bend my knees to pick this shit up. And I'm just like, you know what, fuck it. Like, <laughs> like fuck that pen. <laughs> that's why you know, I got mad pens on my clipboard now <laughs> for that exact reason. Oh, uh, what's on our list? How have I ever, ever, ever? God, I'm embarrassed to go do this, but I'm gonna be honest, even if it's incriminating. Oh shit, not if it's incriminating. No, it's fine, it's fine. I can go, I can get another job, it's fine. I got three right now. So, most of these questions came from um, our our loyal listener, my homegirl, Kiwi, who uh, works around the DC area. And it's a, the first one is a, have you ever eaten in the back of the ambulance? I have. That's disgusting. Pre-COVID. Okay, let's... Even pre-COVID, what the fuck? 
<laughs> no, because if you do a long ass transport, I don't want to be back there hangry. You know, so like snacks. I haven't had like a full blown meal in the back or anything, but I'll have my little snacky snacks, you know, with my little lunch bag because I hang it off the O2 thing so it doesn't have to touch anything well, else. When I worked in the cab, you know how dirty those fucking ambulance floors are. The right? cab, no. I watched the dude, he was taking his kid to the hospital. Yeah, remember he had a cupcake. that. He had a cupcake, right? He unwrapped it. And he was looking at it. He was eye-fucking that cupcake. Like, he was about to fuck this cupcake up. And we hit a bump, and he ended up driving it on the floor. And he looked at it, bent over to pick it up like he was going to pick it up and eat it. And I, like, fucking kicked it away from his hand. I was like, God, don't do that. Yeah, I have patients barefoot in the back, and I'm just like, oh, man. I'm just like, I'm going to throw up. Like, this is so disgusting. Uh, I've had people, like, drop their baby bottles or, like, pacifiers on the ground, and I'm just looking like, yeah, nah, you might as well just throw that shit away. Like, nah, we're good. So, snacks, yes. Have you? Eating in the back of the house. I ain't going to lie. When I used to do transport, like, those long-ass transports, get, like, a hospital sandwich and shit. Them dry ass choked tuna fish sandwiches. <laughs> um, okay, next question. So, next question. Have you ever uh, <laughs> gave a number as respirations without actually counting the patient's respirations? Um, for the record, I count. Everyone has done that. Good. I count not every Bullshit. respiration Bullshit. on every patient I have ever Bullshit. come in contact with. They're always between 16 and 20. If you tell me that you count respirations every time, you're fucking lying. I'm not you're a liar, sir. I'm counting your respirations know, right now. All I need to know, too fast, the same deal with the heart rate, too fast, too slow, <laughs> or normal. That's or, only I need to know you, about respirations. I generally just I mean, like, oh, they're breathing. Okay, 16. <laughs> like the doctor gives a fuck. Like, yo, they have a trouble breathing, doc. Like, severe asthma attack. The doctor's like, well, I don't know. If you want to treat them, like, what's the what's that respiratory rate? And no like 27, 26, if a doctor does ask, 30. I'm conversation when I get to the hospital. I'm like, correction, they just stopped. You ever went to sleep during the transport? Yeah. I feel most people have because we work, like, a lot of overtime hours and shit. Yeah. I've definitely like fallen asleep from exhaustion during the transport back in the day. I ain't gonna lie. Yes. I mean, but it was like you know, just somebody being taken home and should be healthy, you know. Yeah. Not not you know a critical patient. Yeah, I get jealous when I watch patients sleep in the back. I get mad I, when I watch patients sleeping I, in the uh, ER. It's all comfy, wrapped a, up. When it's an asshole patient and they fall asleep and I'm tired of shit, they keep I, kicking I the back of the stretcher. Yo, if I can't fall asleep in this bitch, ain't nobody, nobody falls sleeps. Asleep. <laughs> um, yo, you ever slept in your car um, between shifts? I did actually, cause right before, right before we moved up here, and I was driving back and forth from Augusta to Atlanta, I would just sleep in the car in between shifts and just go inside and take a quick shower and stuff, and then the a shower quotations, and then work another like. 12, 24 hour shift and I have yeah like especially like running back to back because the cab is like that though like you'd go in for a 12 turn into a 16 hour day have to be back in like 6 hours I just sleep in a fucking car so next question have you ever drank at work I haven't liquor yeah no, no. yeah I mean it's been pretty bad but I, 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 I know after of work. I've never drank at work um you ever fought one of your partners at work um, verbally or physically? I'm, I'm thinking uh, physically. Because <laughs> you, you can fight your partner verbally every fucking shift. Like. Okay, so like physically? No, have I thought about it? Absolutely. But um, yeah, no. I've, I've threatened. There's been a couple of dudes. I've been like, yo, <laughs> you got to give them the speech. Like, yo, don't think this uniform shirt is standing between you and the ass woman. <laughs> especially, especially some... You know, um, some of the country boys down there at the cab when we work in like the black area. They Yo, they come sideways like, out there. Ignorant mouth, like, shit, and I just I'm look like, like Yo, I know dude, the fuck like, you don't. Getting that I'm fucking black, like yeah. I, would, I would beat the shit out of you. you know? <laughs> like, 
just off the strength, you know? Everybody just standing there like, the fuck you just say? Yeah, the fuck you just say? Like, oh, God, I hate working in this area. These people. Like, what the fuck you mean, these people? Oh, man, my partner used to, like, try to hide her shit in her car and stuff. Talking about, yeah, we got to go down to South Fulton. And I'm like, motherfucker, they're not worried about your bullshit tablet in the yeah, they're not worried about your shit in South Fulton. Um... <laughs> you know, but you gotta let them know sometimes, you know, you gotta let them know, like, yo, I'm, I'm still black underneath this uniform. You know, they be forgetting sometimes and shit, you know? Very true. Um, you ever curse out a partner? I'm assuming you have. So, I'm generally get along with everybody, and most of the time, I'm, the only things that really concern me is, like, if it's a really nice patient and a part of my partner's treating them like shit, I'll say something, and safety for me. Other than that, I don't usually... I think there's only been like maybe one or two people here I've had a verbal altercation with. I haven't so. had one. Um, I haven't had one here yet because everyone. Yeah, yeah I, pretty I've cool. learned to just get that shit out of the way and I slip that shit in casual conversation. Like we're talking like, oh, what's your favorite food? And I'd be like, um, yeah, you know, my favorite food is uh, you know, like Thai food and shit, you know. But I fuck somebody up if they assume that my favorite food is fried chicken because I'm black. You know, you gotta slip that shit in there so they know where you coming from. You know. So it's like, oh, what's your favorite thing to drink? Is it Kool-Aid? It's like, no. Wow. <laughs> I fuck somebody up if they assume that I drink Kool-Aid. You just slip that in there and it's a breeze after that. Wow, partner brings watermelon to work. Like, hey, you want a piece? What the fuck you trying yeah, to say? Trying <laughs> to say. <laughs> no, I, I tell them, like, I, I personally, I hate watermelon. I fucking can't stand watermelon. Okay. Uh <laughs> oh, side note, side note. God damn, I'm so tired of them fucking Popeye's commercials, bro. Like, I know, like, look, look, look. <laughs> I know there's some truth in Jets, yeah, right? That is I love life. fried chicken. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I love fried chicken. I'm a black person. Okay. I'm a person who happens to be black that also happens to love fried chicken. But I'm not going on national fucking TV singing to my singing, chicken sandwich. Singing a love song about some goddamn chicken sandwiches. You know, that dude, I like Popeyes. Pie. You know, and I'm like, really, yo? Really? Like, how much did they pay you? You sold your soul? <laughs> that was a quick side note. You ever been paid on? Oh, oh, you ever been thrown up on that work? Almost one time in North Fulton, there was a girl we picked up for Halloween, drunk as shit, and as we were like pulling her out of the truck, she started to do that forward hook thing, mm. and so my partner like snatched her head to the side, so she just kind of like, I think yeah. like a little like breeze yeah. caught my I shoulder. If you work in and I was like, oh, you've definitely mastered that move. It's yeah, like wax on, wax off, and <laughs> you're about to throw up, and you just smush like. Smush, it was like. perfect timing because I was like pulling the stretcher out and I see her move forward so I'm like still holding the stretcher leaning to the side and my partner just straight hand to face like <laughs> my um my little bro Colin I know forget we went oh, on this God, call oh god you told me about this one for, uh, chest, quote unquote chest pain right <laughs> and this dude was like a young dude we checked him out and everything was fine and it was like, so, I mean, what did you do today? He was like, he just came from eating at some Mexican place. But it's not like a real Mexican place. It's like Chipotle or something. Moe's Grill or some shit like that, right? It's like it's those, one of those fake-ass, yeah, tex one of those fake-ass Mexican food places. And I was like, he was like, oh, uh, uh, and, and Colin was at the back door. So he had nowhere to go, right? <laughs> he had nowhere to go. And this dude straight, like, projectile vomited exorcist style. And Colin like split his legs and moved to the side just as the stream almost got to him. And I mean, this dude filled the back of the ambulance floor up with vomit. Like, you know how bad it was? Mm. We had to take it back to the station. We yeah. had to park it on an incline and hose down <laughs> the back of the ambulance to get rid of it. And it still smelled like that for like the rest of the night. And he was like, he's all like, oh, I, think I, I think I feel okay now. I think I'm good. I guess so. I think that's some of the worst vomit. Either liquor-filled vomit, GI vomit, or like sour, nasty oh, food vomit. That, that's the worst oh. I've ever seen someone vomit without shitting themselves at the same time. <laughs> you probably... You, normally, when you vomit that much, you shit yourself at the same time. <laughs> just like a little dribble came out. <laughs> no, no, no. The way this dude vomited, it would have been just like splat. Just like, <laughs> just like splat. Like, like you, he would have been like, oh, my God, I think I shit myself like that. Like, <laughs> um, you ever been peed on at work? No. I've had patients pee on a stretcher, just oh, not on me. Okay, I got two instances. Oh, okay, I got two stories. Uh, so, I, I've been peed on, but by baby was by baby. Aww. 
you know, I was helping the mom change the pamper a little bit. He had like a little, uh, you know, he was a little, he had a febrile seizure. Aww. I was helping her change the diaper and the baby like, you know, caught me on the shoulder. You know, not mad at it. You know, a little baby. You know, you're not going to be angry at that. You know, just wipe it's down. Like Clorox wipes. The baby's just like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he enjoyed it too. <laughs> um, and the other one, like I had a, a EMT up here, right? And it was an old dude. You know, now you have to wait to get into the hospitals because of the COVID restrictions. And um, this dude said he had to go real bad. And I was just like, <laughs> you know, me, I was just like, hey, man, let it rip. <laughs> like, go to stretch it, you know? <laughs> You know, go to stretcher, some sheets on that, soak it up, and wipe it down. You know, but she was like dedicated. This was like prime customer service. You know? uh, she like uh, got the yarn on, and, and it was this old guy, so his arms, yeah. his hands were all messed up. And she reached and grabbed this dude's shit and put it in the um, yarn so he could urinate. And I was just like, I was amazed and also disgusted at the same time. I have done that on a transport. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, I had a old. It was a long time ago. I was working in DeKalb, and I had we had a um. No, I was working in Augusta, and we had a transport up to Tennessee, and it was this guy, and he had to go to the bathroom, so I had to had to assist him with going to the bathroom. And then it's the fucked up thing is like once you have a full fucking urinal, like where the fuck are you gonna put that shit in the back of the truck where it's not gonna potentially splash or fall? It'd be, uh, it'd be funny as shit. It was like afterwards, this motherfucker was like writing, like, uh, in cursive, on like, on like signing the signature and shit. Like his fingers work perfectly. He's like smiling at you, like, oh yeah, you fell for it. Like, like you totally grabbed my dick. Like, I feel like I feel like I'm gonna move into that sort of old man perverted realm. Oh. That goes into a side subject of how like amazing we are at just um just being really innovative with shit that we don't have in a truck. Like using glove boxes for cup holders. I've seen glove boxes being used for like multiple things. We can tape anything the fuck down. Sheets are great. I can't tell you how many times I have turned sheets into baskets to hold shit and like, like stopped it in the corner new, and this new generation of EMS is missing. Yeah. Because they're not being taught like to use stuff that you have at hand. We see so, like, sheets for restraints binder, you know, and binders. Yeah. Binders now, and they're like, oh, we can't bind the hips. We don't have a pelvic binder. It's like, yo, grab a fucking sheet. A sheet or a blanket's your best friend. It's a makeshift sheet, seat collar, hip stabilizer, restraints. I have mummy wrapped a patient to death. Me and Tiff had that, um, we had that psych patient that was butt naked that fire had to try to chase down into cab. We literally just laid him out and rolled him in like three sheets like a mummy and strapped us down to the stretcher and dragged him into the cab. Oh, um, have you ever been assaulted while at work? I think, I think this is yes for like a lot of EMS people. I have been verbally assaulted multiple times to the point where I'm just like, okay. Um, I haven't, I've had a patient attempt to hit me, but I haven't actually physically been hit by a patient yet. Cause I generally know when it's coming. You can kind of tell like, it's, and I don't let people get in my face or get within a distance yeah. where you're able to hit me. So. I mean, normally my size deters people yeah. from fucking with me, but it's a couple of people who have tried. Yeah, a little intimidating. Um, and like I've had to take down a couple of people. It was the old dude with the knife. Mm-hmm. Then it was the dude that PD handed off to us that uh he had taken something like a, not flocker, but it was like back salts. So the dude back salts he went from zero to hundred, like fast as shit. He went from like zero to hundred, you know, he just stood up off the stretcher, like unlatched himself. And it was like some Terminator shit. He was like fully fucking naked and shit. He was naked and shit. He was sweating. And I, you know, this is what irked me about dispatch. I called dispatch and told them to have security on standby at the hospital. And they wanted a reason. It was like, bitch, if I'm telling you to have security on standby, there's a fucking good reason. Yeah. So we pull up and this dude like unlatches himself and stand up and uh, sweating and shit. And I don't want to tackle the naked dude. Like, I just really don't want to tackle like his... Yo, his dick was swinging. Like, <laughs> like, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, yo, I don't want to test this motherfucker. You know, shout out to the people that were already at the hospital because they heard me on the radio. And when we pulled up, like I had got this dude a bag hug, bear hug from behind, 
and he opened the back doors and just pulled him down on the ground. And I went flying out the back of the ambulance too and fell on the ground. I was like, yeah, get that motherfucker. <laughs> like, you know, security had to come and strap his ass down to the bed. So shout out to the people that were Yo, there. Yo, you remember the security lady at DeKalb? She's the light-skinned lady. Yo, she that, like, like, she's yo, not having that shit. Yo, the way she, she would talk to, like, psych patients, yo, she was not having that shit. She's like, I was like, you like, can fuck with her if you, you want to. <laughs> She'd be like, look, we're going to sit down and we ain't going to have a problem. <laughs> well, we got her. Okay, okay. Have you ever cursed a nurse? Have you ever cursed a nurse? I haven't cursed out a nurse, but I've cursed out a nurse, yeah. Yeah, I've cursed out a nurse. Which goes to the next one. Have you, uh, you ever had sex with hospital staff? Not yet. What the fuck do you mean not yet? What the fuck do you mean not yet? You no. Know. <laughs> All right, That's my to, final answer, the, sir. We have to pause the podcast for a second. Well, technically, when you get done with school and you become a DO, then uh, I will I be fucking a so. hospital staff I member. So. I hope so. Um, <laughs> so I feel like I talk for most male EMTs and paramedics out there. Yeah, it's like a rite of passage. Oh, oh, it's so like, it's like at the top is a doctor. And then beneath that is like a nurse and then a tech. And then, um, you know, like a custodial worker. Wow, you guys have tears for fuck services. Yes. Like, what? what is surprising about that? It's not surprising. I just, you know, it's kind of like those old slam books in high I school. Mean, it's just, you know. It's also, damn, slam books. What do you mean? Oh, I forgot. You I am ancient. Yeah, yeah, I grew up in the eighties. Fuck, baby. that's some. That's some uh, what's that? What's that eighties? I'm an eighties, nineties baby. What's that eighties movie with the kids in high school and shit? And detention. Ah, oh, what was it? The the white one, the, the breakfast. Oh yeah, there was that one. There's yeah, like a bunch. The Breakfast yeah, Club. That's some Breakfast Club type club. shit. Slam books. Hey, it was in Mean Girls too. Essentially, I think people still do the same thing now. They just use social media. Everybody, you know, um, it's high school. Yeah, I have. That I didn't know. Okay. (laughs) Viewers, that's going to be a later discussion. Yo, can we, I mean, you fuck who you're closest to. I've worked a lot. I didn't have, have, like, a social life outside of work, so. Interrogation time. What was her name? Nah, I can't. (laughs) But, um, it was more than once. I know. Wow, damn. So, I got to catch up. Okay, so, not yet. No, I mean, I mean, I ain't going to disclose my whole history on it, but I mean, suffice to say, there's a lot of uh, nurses out there that are freaks. Oh, I, I'm not arguing that one. No, I, I just, no, I think you know, like, I worked. I am. Well, I think it's, I think it's like a, a coping mechanism. I'm well aware of a lot of relations that probably shouldn't or should be happening. So I think it, I think it's um. I it think is, it's a it's, and it's that's you how know you deal we're with, familiar like, with who we are. Yeah. And um, that's how that's how they get it out because either they, they just pick up a habit. And it's close for comfort, be. yeah. It's yeah. just familiarity too. So familiar, familiar, familiar. familiar. <laughs> familiar. It's like you know, it's, it's awkward. Like um, you know, it's because you don't really want to broadcast it, so you just you don't talk to them when you go to the hospital and shit. Oh, I know. I observe a lot of stuff. I see a lot of things that yeah. are questionable that happen, and I'm like, obviously, oh. it's, it's been a while. <clears throat> Well, we've been together five years, God, almost. Yeah. Yeah. So this is back, like. This is in his younger early times, medic days. A couple of times, yeah, a couple of times before I left Maryland, and then really once I got in Georgia, cause I didn't know anybody, so all my social interaction was at work. And um, shout out to Grady nurses. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Grady nurses. Alex carries a strong game. Huh? No, no, I'm not. He's like silent but deadly. He's just like, you know what it is? I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not Mr. Impression. Yeah, you're mysterious. I'm not Mr. First Impression and shit. But I tend to, I tend to grow. I tend to grow on a woman. Like, uh, (laughs) like, what's the word? Uh, Yeah, oh, yeah, literally. Literally, Like, I tend to, I tend to grow. It's kind of like, uh, I'm kind of like a sexy fungus, you know? (laughs) You know, over time, I just tend to grow on and then eventually get to a point where you just kind of like accept it. Like, I'm like, you try, you know? You know? Next question. Yeah, you, know, you know how it works. You know how it works. Next question. Uh, works. Five years later, you know how it works. Um, uh, you ever purposely hit all the bumps on the way to the hospital for asshole patient? I treat every patient that I have ever encountered like I would my own family. I also treat every patient that I encounter <laughs> as if they were my own family. 
And except for, like, I want to be honest, except for that dude who uh, called <laughs> us because he wanted to go downtown and he made us some bullshit reason. And he was a frequent flyer so much he hopped in and knew how to control the stretcher and shit. Ah, uh, the one that like pulled the stretcher yeah. up and then we had, yeah, we had that one asshole that kept putting his feet on the stretcher and shit. I was like, yo. Uh, I was I was grinding my fucking teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I was grinding my fucking teeth all the way to the hospital. I was pissed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> have you ever taken a drunk person home instead of the hospital? No, I I walked a drunk guy home though. Around the corner to his house. That was that was great. I've done the same. Like he was right outside his house. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Oh, we think this is a medical issue." I'm like, "He's drunk." Yeah. I'm like, "Yo, where you live?" And he was like, "I live right here." And went knocking on the door, and his uh, sister opened the door. I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's my brother." Yeah. Like, Come on, fool. And I was like, "Yeah." <clears throat> See, problem solved. I'm out here solving PD issues and shit. Yeah. That should be giving me a raise. I have escorted drunk people home or back on the train or like random places. This is the cab, not here. Have you ever given a patient that you dropped off earlier, like a frequent flyer or somebody somebody you run into all the time and like giving them a ride back home from the hospital after they've been discharged? No, but we did have a lady one time we had to drop her husband off and we dropped her back off at her car. Because yeah, I, I think uh, I forgot what the situation was. I remember having dropping her back off. It was like an RMA, and she lived right down the street from like the accident yeah. scene. Yeah, and she was going to walk home. But the thing is, just if anybody has ever driven in Atlanta, like these are not the type of roads where you like walk home with a yeah. no sidewalk. And she was like, she's going to walk on the side of the road home. And I was like, nah, fuck that. Hop in, we'll get a ride. You know. Um, I wish we honestly did more things like that because I feel like we would have better relations with the counties that we work in, the people. Because as much as people aggravate the fuck out of you, there's still people would, and they're part of the community. I just ask them to be with honest. With exceptions. It's like, yo, if you're homeless or something like that, and you're like, you just need to get out the cold, like, be honest with me. Don't yeah. make some shit like my leg hurt or my chest hurt now I got to do a full evaluation. It's like, you just need to get out the cold. And they'll be, you know, most, a lot of times they'll be like, yeah. And I was like, I don't fucking mind that. Yeah. Because it is a, it's a, it's a health hazard. You know, you don't want people freezing to death on the street and shit. Which I recently had happen. A dude, you know, who was known to be like a, a local drinker, like, fell asleep on the bus stop and like froze, froze to death. Yeah. It's sad. And I mean, as much as people aggravate the fuck out of us, and there are a few I know who, you know, but I mean, I, just, I wish we did that though. Like when you get to old people that do refusals and getting them settled in their house, or you know, I put patients back to bed and turned their on, lights um, off for them, finished like that? put up stuff for them. You know, it's all just, the time. When I yeah, because we're community shows, service yo, people. Shout out, shout out to the NHS. Like you know, the person that's going with the hospital, they'll help them back in bed after their own examination. They'll call a general practitioner. Yeah. They call them GPs over there. They'll fix them some tea, and one time they fix them do spaghettios and shit. Yeah. Yeah, you make know? sure they eat. Yeah, I wish we honestly did more of that because we're we're community I mean, we, we're service workers, providers you know? and we social, are social workers. workers. Yeah. Oh man, my head is swimming. <laughs> we're, uh, we're social workers. For real. About to kill this bottle. <laughs> um, yo, you ever asked for the police fire discount um, at food places? Sometimes, and most of the time, they're like, "Oh yeah, we know we give you guys a discount." I'm like, "Oh, that's amazing." Nah, some places like. Nah, and then you have the asshole place. Nah, like, what's you. what's the place that's um? I don't know. It's like some. I've never eaten that. It was like some of the Eastern place that decided they didn't want to give. Yeah, there's it was another like a first, first responder discount, but he didn't want to extend it to EMS. There's another place on. I want to say it's Columbus, all the way down toward um toward the light rail station. It starts with the C. I can't remember what the hell the name is. I so, just think it's the It's just a growing level of disrespect towards EMS. Like, we yeah. are so we are so disrespectful. And can I say something? Mm. Can I say something? Um, part of it is um, those shows like 911. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, that, that show 911, yo, they do like, people be expecting that shit too. People be expecting like, oh, somebody's brain matter coming out and they expect you to, they expect you to be like, oh, can you just pop it back in? And, you know, I saw it on a TV show and, you know. <laughs> Let me siphon this blood out of your abdominal cavity and reinsert it in your veins. I'm like, when the fuck did we start doing that? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my God. that happens. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I wish we did more, took more time during calls and actually really treated patients, especially patients that need it. 
and we're able to like properly report things what things actually happening you know that is there's there's just so much it's just it really breaks my heart sometimes yeah, I think I'm winding down through the depressive stage oh no I was pumped earlier I, I don't got a memory like I used to too much <laughs> next question um Have you ever, I feel like we give Narcan all the time. Have you ever given Narcan? Yeah. Like, I, I think we give it when we have a person down call, we can't figure out what the hell is going on with them. Mm. Like a last ditch thing, like that blood sugar is fine, but they're unconscious. Like, yeah, so, you know, I've given Narcan for like diagnostic reasons. Um, you know, when the person that's high, they're right in the in-between stage between... Yeah, nodding off completely. And then, and then like, they're not pro- responding, yeah. but then they'll wake up and it's like, fuck it, <clears> you know, take the hour at that time because you need to get answers and shit, you know? Yeah, I'm like, okay, you can get out. Have a nice yeah. night. They're like, all right, you good. Like, like, that's another thing. In Baltimore, like, like no, heroin is so prevalent. Now. Yeah. They just, like, they just wake them up from, like, their high and shit and then they just walk off and it's like, so, army by action. They do it here now, slowly. I know in Georgia, like... <laughs> I was yeah. saying this shit going on and the woman started to walk away and it was like, no, you got to take her to the hospital. And I was like, for what? If she doesn't want to fucking go, why am I taking her? Yeah. You ever had your ass kicked by a, a diabetic old person? I've had to or fight. a person with dementia? Yo. I know me, you have, yeah. Me and Jen, we went to the UPS store one night because there was a guy that was in there that wasn't, they, they, it came out as like not behaving appropriately or something like that. But he is like wigging the fuck out, like running around, banging, running into like the mailboxes and stuff to the point where all of us had to tackle him. And then we're like, shit, it's like we thought initially he was high on something, but he just, you know, you just get that sense in your like just looking at somebody. We're like, nah, he's not high. And I'm like, let's check his sugar. So Jen's like, oh, we need to check his sugar. We checked his sugar. It was like 35 or some shit like that. Dude was like, he was one of those combative diabetics. Yeah. So after wrestling around a sweaty ass human being, and like, we ended up having to just give him glucagon and wait in there to the shit to stabilize him because there was no getting the line for shit. That's it. That's it. I don't. I don't wrestle. Yeah, and he was. Um, yeah. I'm like, yo, you can try to put an IV in him if you want. They're going. They straight going to get this glucagon. And yeah, and that's what we did. We just had. We told PD hold him down. She popped him in the shoulder. We just waited. And finally, he got calm enough to the point where we could give him some D50. No, we ended up giving him like two tubes of oral glucose, got his sugar up, talked to him and stuff. And then PD ended up taking him to the hotel down the street where he was staying. So that was um, nice of him. For have you ever worked so much with a guy with you look like in regular clothes? I don't even wear regular clothes most of the time anymore. Like, like when I went through when I went through paramedic <laughs> school, I didn't wear regular clothes. I was in my jump pants and yeah, and fire department shirt like all the time. Cause if I wasn't in school, then I was doing like a third ride, or I was in the hospital, or I was like actually working. You know how bad it is now. Like if I'm off and I have to like dress to go outside, I feel like I'm going out somewhere nice. I'm like, oh shit, I'm wearing jeans and a shirt today. <laughs> Yo, my uniform is my, my personal <laughs> uniform is official sweatpants. Yeah. Like, I swap out the shirts, but like. That's essentially like what I do. Yeah. Home, <laughs> shower, sweatpants, and a t-shirt, and then chill and sleep, back into work like, clothes. Like, I'm thinking, like, what if I'm out and someone needs my EMS skills, and I need to be flexible in what I wear? <laughs> that's, a, that's a lie. That's a fucking lie. I'm sorry. If someone passes out, I'm like, oh, someone should call 911. <laughs> you know, I don't like, you know, people be trying to say, oh, he's a paramedic. Like, yeah, that's fucked fuck up, man. Like, yo, I don't got any equipment. What the fuck am I going to do? Stand there and look at them stupid. I'm, like, like, I'm going to do the same like thing you're else. doing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, oh man, I think this that's the end, fun end podcast. Of the, I think that was the end of the question list. I don't know if um, I have any. Have you ever, ever? I think we answered all the have you ever <laughs> without getting into some questionable moral shit, shit. <laughs> questionably, questionably immoral shit. Like I think that's the the best we can do with have you ever ever. You know, because you talk a bunch of yourselves about shit like <laughs> you know shit that you can't mention on here. But yeah. Like as far as not getting ourselves in trouble, that's the, the best we could have done. Are you sure that's all I gotta do? I'm like, yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. Oh, yes, thank you I for the like, questions. It was nice. I feel like a DJ Hot 9 7 show. Shout out. I was saying shout out like, all these other shit. I need to put a bomb thing in here, like phone flex. Like, oh, no. Yo, I really don't drink that much. This shit's like got me nice and tipsy. <sighs> <laughs> Um, so, this is so, fun. so, 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 yeah, it was a fun first season. 
uh, hopefully, you know, if everyone wants us to come back, we'll come back for season two. We got um, to anyways. I, I think like, it's, I like, it's so I much like it fun. To get, like, you know, I would like to get, like, uh, bigger, I guess, now, since we've done, like, these test episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the first season was just a test to see if people would be receptive to it, so, uh... I think we gotta be a little more consistent. That's something, that's an expectation for 2021. To be... To be more what? Consistent? Consistent with things. Uh, I wanna be... That's the person who still needs to take my teeth. Cause sometimes you just wanna go ahead and be like, yo, fuck this job, yo. (laughs) So that's what you wanna be like, fuck this job. It gets like that, though. It It does does. get like that. You get burnt out. Well... Um, I think we did a good job of like, you know, highlighting EMS and... And trying to get people to understand where we're coming from. And how we feel. This trying is all support, about our feelings. Trying to support our other, um, trying to support our other compatriots, you know? Yeah. So that concludes our, our episode for today. This episode was brought to you by Liquor and the letter L. Brown Liquor. I don't even fuck with Brown Liquor. Technically considered brown. It is considered brown liquor. Brown liquor. Uh, yeah. I guess it's the only brown liquor I fuck with. Uh, I fuck with the spice from is. Want to give a shout out to our loyal listeners, Karima. I've always wanted like D- how, how to pronounce her last name because it's very French, but I don't want to over French it. Uh-huh. Um, Vivi. It is a it is a French name, but I don't want to over French it. Karima Shout out. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this is a word. I don't want to over French it, but I, I feel like this Javois. I feel like French is like my next language I should learn. You know? I feel like I'm very receptive to French. Ah, oh, so I guess I'll do a shout out to all of our Tate. listeners, friends, so forth and so on. Yes, for people that constantly fight the good fight every day and still go home to deal with their personal problems and carry on. Yeah, shout out to all EMS. Hold your head high. Yes. Working in a pandemic, some of us are getting sick, unfortunately. I feel like the days ahead are are going to be dark. Don't forget the ones who who pass during during that duty. Um, You know, we're heroes too. I mean... I've gotten kind of cynical about that word over the last year or so, but you you truly are um, you truly are heroes, even if you know the general public doesn't know it, doesn't appreciate you. Yeah. Oh, and shouts out to um, Salas Fernando and Michael Dib who left the MC yeah. onto better careers and futures. Careers. I feel like we're gonna be saying that. A lot. Yeah. So uh, there'll be more, I'm sure, for the moments to come for 2021. But that will conclude our episode today. Hand claps. Uh, Yay! You got a little too soup on that. All right, um, yeah, hand claps. You know, so once again, thank you for listening. And, um, you know, we hope you'll be back for season two. I'll update you on that, let you know. And, um, man, I think I have the munchies now. <laughs> wow, munchies drinking my shirt. It's legal now. <laughs> um, I watch. I want to get a random piss test after. <laughs> I'm gonna get a random. Like, hey man, we just need you to take this random piss test. It's like I don't even drive. <laughs> like, like yeah, I want to just go and piss into the cup. Um, oh shit. But I hope you guys enjoyed our super tipsy all over like our, our beautiful podcast night. We are. Thank you for listening. As always, uh, been a great stay time. safe. You know, we'll see you next time around. Uh, this is Fat Medic Podcast. Out. Oh, God. Did I see that? That was corny as fuck. I can't, I can't go out like that. You know, this is Fat Medic Podcast. Um, you know, we'll check you later. Damn. <laughs> she just she just dabbed everyone. She did, she literally fucking dabbed. That is embarrassing. Oh God, that is that. embarrassing. I can't believe you're going out on that note. On that note, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll check you later. <laughs> Thank you for listening.